every time hey, we start back hey, up. Hey. <laughs> What's happening? And we're back. Well, thank you guys for tuning in again. This is episode, I want to say five, six. maybe six. Okay. It's episode six. AB's episode six. And today is May 17th. Saturday. Yes. It's 5.16 p.m. Okay. Giving them the details. <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside. It is. And we're still in quarantine-ish. Ish. Things are opening back up, so yeah. it's not as quarantine. It's not. We're doing this in person. Yes. So we're able to do this side so, by side today. Yeah. <laughs> so this is indicative of how things are opening back up in the world. So. Exactly. But I'm still a little bit cautious because I just feel like that's what we need to be. So. Absolutely. So we Nothing has changed, really. Keep doing our thing. Yes. Just do it together. Exactly. So cheers, clink, clink. Cheers. Today we are drinking some Pinot Grigio. Yes. It's a new Pinot Grigio that I when, picked when up. We're not giving free ad, though. I'm not. Yeah, I was going to say the okay. name. I was just... <laughs> New Pinot Gris. Right. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pay us for our time. Okay. <laughs> Pay us for our shout outs. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's actually pretty good. And it was nice and chill. It is pretty good. Yeah. It's good for a nice day outside mm-hmm. like it was. We sat out on the balcony earlier and had some sips. Yes. I had to unbutton my pants because we just had this big old meal. And <laughs> I'm feeling that I had to loosen up some clothing. So... Loosen up them buttons. Yes. <laughs> Don't the pussycat dolls. I said you loosen up my... Yeah. Could you keep from it? What you gonna do to me? Uh-huh. I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> Girl, how was your week? My week was decent. Mm-hmm. Nothing extraordinary happened. Nothing tragic happened yeah. so you know That's it was a good. week that i got through so and i have no complaints of mind exactly right? yeah so. it was a week of just chill yes. so that was good what about you chill week same it was a chill week i really appreciated it work wasn't too hectic or anything mm-hmm. so pretty good week and i was off without classes for this week so that was a blessing it starts back up tomorrow but yeah. you know i had this whole week to watch shows and Kind of get in balance again. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And you know what I think we might need to do for our first time listeners? Let's uh-huh. introduce ourselves again. I don't know yeah. that we've done that. We don't do that every episode. Yeah. We just assume, yeah, with no, right? <laughs> <laughs> but this is still new. So every episode could be your first episode. Very so true. That's true. And we're new to, we're still new to this game too. Exactly. So. But uh, I'm CJ. Mm-hmm. And I'm Talani. And... We're just two girlfriends that are two glasses deep. Yes, we <laughs> try to drink some alcoholic beverages before we start. Except for those 21 days where I was fasting. <laughs> and then we start our podcast. But I don't, I didn't fully drink into this. So I'm drinking during this because I needed to eat first. My head, I was having a headache. I needed to eat. So this headache can go away. So now no we're hanger. We don't want you hangry. Oh, no, girl. Yes. Well, so now we've mm-hmm. restructured, and mm-hmm. we like to talk about. We decided we're going to mention what national days are today because every day is a national day for something. I bet you money it is. Okay, there's <laughs> always a day for something. Please bet me money. <laughs> so today is. Several days for things, actually. I don't know how they choose it and pack everything in one day. But the first one is National Cherry Cobbler Day. Do you like some cherry cobbler? No. No. (laughs) Whenever I think of cherry, I think of cough syrup. And I just cannot do anything really cherry. I'll pass on that national day. And today is also National Graduation Tassel Day. 
Just the tassel. Just the tassel alone. See, that's that's a little whack, too. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that But one. shout out to all our graduates Absolutely. right now. Because there's a lot of graduates right now that are not walking in the traditional way of walking in your day at yes. school. People have to be creative with their families and do something a little bit different. But shout out to all the hard work. Um, things look different, but that's just that's just life, right? You go with the flow. Your graduation is setting you up for success in real life yes, just to be able to adjust. Okay? Exactly. Life that rarely goes how you want it to. You yeah. always got to be able to pivot exactly. the new pivot, word of 2020. Pivot, you got to pivot, pivot and pivot. That's from friends if anybody catches oh. that. My pivot is from work because all they talk about pivot. is pivoting, pivoting, when, pivoting. When Ross was trying to pivot that couch and it was oh, pivot. Oh, yeah. Pivot. Up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you got to be able to pivot. So, that's yes. this is definitely setting y'all up for a little bit of success. Exactly. The next one is National Pack Rat Day. So, this one says each year of May 17th, National Pack Rat Day encourages to take a look at ourselves and see if we have a little pack rat in ourselves. And I and I feel like I have a little tendency to be a pack rat. Like, my house is most of the time clean. Our house mm-hmm. is most of the time clean. But if you look at some drawers <laughs> and cabinets under the sink, they could be a little bit better organized. There's some things I could throw away. So, in that sense, I'm a little bit of a pack rat when it comes to that. I can be a pack rat. Mm-hmm. I know that because I tie sentimental, you know, I have sentimental ties to a lot of just material things mm-hmm. like, oh, I remember when I did this. So I remember where I got this from. So I don't like to throw things away, mm-hmm. but I am not a hoarder because mm-hmm. I will throw things away. Mm-hmm. And I have been in the process of decluttering my home since we've yeah. been in I mean, so I, uh, and Talani sees this, that I just bought a bar Mm -hmm. and my countertops are so cluttered Mm -hmm. with like bottles, you know, old empty wine bottles. Cause I like to hold onto the bottles that I like, Mm -hmm. and then just a bunch of stuff. And so now that I have my bar set up, my countertop looks like I'm moving to me. Like it looks bare (laughs) and it feels so weird. And then you say you were like, I feel like it's empty up here. I was like, no, but you don't need that. Right. (laughs) Right. That is not necessary. Exactly. You have all those wine bottles in your counter. It gives you more space. Yeah. It gives like cook and stuff. Yeah. And counter space. So I don't hate it, but it's taking some getting used to. Yeah. And then like, I have also like gone through clothes. I went Mm -hmm. through all my dresser drawers Mm -hmm. and pulled out everything that I don't wear. So I'm decluttering one by one. Well, I'm proud of you. There's still a lot of stuff that I should have been done, doing in this quarantine, but it's just because it didn't feel like a quarantine to me. I still had to go to <laughs> yeah, work. You still went to work. Was... I still had school, so I didn't really have time yeah, no. to do. No one's judging you. I do any of the You got enough on your plate. Maybe I can really uh, start looking at my drawers and decluttering in honor of National Pack Rat Day. There you go. And then the next one is National Walnut Day. I don't really I don't, like walnuts, I don't mess with so, walnuts. Yeah. So I'm going to pass on this one too. <laughs> the other one was National Take Your Parents to Playground Day. That's good for the kids if they knew. They could just say tell their parents, but they don't right. know. I'm supposed to take my parents? Yeah, the kid is the... supposed to take the parents to the playground day. Okay. I know I've reread that. And I'm like, huh. Yeah, like what are they going to do sure at the playground? Yeah. Does the swing still hold I adults? I guess they just want. <laughs> take me to the to playground take, so I can yeah. play. So I can play, but it's you national can be, takes you, but you take me <laughs> to the playground to day in yeah. order for me to be there. So <laughs> yeah, and then the last one is National Idaho Day. So why does? Ooh. I mean, 
I'm sure every city has their day, I'm sure. But that's a whole state. Like, mm-hmm. I would think that mm-hmm. I it would only be Idaho that would care about that. Like, Go Texas Day. I don't know that anyone mm-hmm. outside of Texas cares about Go I know, Texas but Day. For, for Texans, that's a big deal, right? That's so, true. So. Shout out to people from Idaho. If anybody's listening, uh, we appreciate you listening. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, the next thing is our honorary mentions. Yes. So, so this uh, the honorary mentions is just being able to display positive things that people are out here doing in the world, and we are very, you know, inspired by. Or we think it's very cool, so we wanted to be able to share some positivity yes. into the world and just inspire us all to be better because that's yeah. the goal. So last podcast we talked about. Um, a group of administrators that had done something special for graduates. Mm-hmm. And so to keep this thing rolling, we're still, you know, talking about graduates again. Cause mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier, it's an unprecedented circumstance mm-hmm. that we find ourselves in and they can't graduate. Yep. So more than 400 California college graduates were left overwhelmed with joy and surprise earlier this week after they were told that anonymous donors had paid off their student debt. Mm-hmm. Like, what girl what girl what? <laughs> because let me tell you because this specific girl um her name is kimberly armstrong she says she graduated with three hundred thousand in law school debt wow and this organization called student rising above a san francisco based nonprofit organization um that sends low-income first-generation students to college like, I guess she was part of the program, and they paid $300,000 of her law school oh loans. Like, to me, that's astronomical. That, that is. is. That is such a big weight that's, lifted. And she said that, too. That's a big weight lifted. And I am so believing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am believing. Yes, Lord. In my time, in Jesus. my generation, it's going to be possible that student Say debts it, are wiped out. Say it, sis. And the generation of the coronavirus Amen. coming through a Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And things shifting in this Hallelujah. way. Yep. My student loans, <laughs> our loans will be forgiven in this generation in Jesus' Thank name. Thank you, Jesus. Because, Hallelujah. Girl, you can, can we talk about Lord. deliverance? That is the he deliverance. Is the only one. Girl. Nothing is impossible for I, my God. Exactly. I want to worship <laughs> right now just to praise him for it. Put some, it's going to happen. When I saw this, I was like, no, this is literally what I dream about. Like, this right. is goals. Right. Like, so I am super excited for this students because I can't even imagine. It was yeah. just like that NYU when they decided to pay for those law, uh, medical students yeah. for their whole program. I saw that. And I was like, no, dude, this is like such a huge gift yes. to be able to like. To be surprised with something like this. Absolutely. I know yeah. I would be on the floor. On the floor. Girl, I don't know what to do. I, I'd be like, what? You mean I would that's start gone? crying and I'm not even a crier. I just, I'm just i imagining it's it right done. now. It's paid off. I don't have to work. I don't have nail net calling me. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know the freedom? Right. <sighs> How much you see in your savings account every month extra? Oh my goodness. You are freed. Ah. I ain't even paying them now. So I ain't going to see nothing. <laughs> Defer, defer, defer. I'm in school, so I'm still not paying them, but I know I'm going to have to pay them soon. I've been deferring. There's always a natural disaster in Houston. (laughs) It floods every every year. And they're like, we saw that there was a natural disaster. Yes, please defer mine. Thank you. 
It's flooded in Houston. Yes, please defer. The, if they, I don't know if this is sound financial advice or not. But the one thing I do appreciate about little lows is they don't come for your husband. They don't come for your kids. They don't. When I'm done, we're done. We are done right. here. Nobody, and when I die, don't call. You ain't going to call nobody else. Yeah, there's nobody else involved. Right. So, so as long as I can defer. As I can defer as to the day. Yeah, the, you know, minimum payments. Yeah. We are good here. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... There's a lot of, you know, countries that give free yeah, free education. And, and the other great thing is a lot of these students live uh, below the federal poverty line mm-hmm. as well, you know. So just imagine the type of impact that it'll have on them. Like you said, peace of mind, their families, mm-hmm. you know. You can now worry about other debt if they have other debt yeah, instead of having to worry about this one. It's just a fresh new slate yeah. to be able to start your life and yeah. be catalyst in that way. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's been an interesting week in entertainment, yes. for sure. Yes, you yes, know, yes. only because of one person, but we'll get to him. Okay. Not only, but, uh, but yeah. It's been entertainment. It's I've been, been in my life entertaining. just watching <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lord, yeah, the shade room comments are off the chain. But most, most, my favorite part, I should mm-hmm. say, was the versus battle yeah. with Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Yeah. And, um... You know, first of all, they're just two amazing artists who I've so loved serene. forever. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, they put you in all the feels, yeah. they sing your feelings, mm-hmm. and you know, even when it's good, it's bad, it's nasty, it's not, you know, even they if just, they want to throw a praise the Lord track in and there. It's, it's art the way they Yeah, do it. it's and it's just, very artistic, yeah. yes. And the vibe was really nice yeah. for the battle. It was, it was all, all love. Love, love, love. Yeah. Love for everybody that was watching it. Love and peace. Yeah. I felt some peace. I mm-hmm. felt some serene. And true joy. Like, I was in there having a whole vibe of myself. My husband was looking at me from the computer. I'm like, yep, I'm getting my life. Don't worry about me. <laughs> I am out here living. <laughs> I am okay over here. I'm just singing a lot. I'm just excited. So, it was, it was really yeah. good. And I, I feel like... Both, of course, Jill Scott and Erica Badu are amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was going into this not thinking competition-wise. Like, I know mm-hmm. it's called Versus and it's a battle. But, you know, these are two of my favorite women. But if I put a score on it, or not mm-hmm. a score, but mm-hmm. if I was like, this person really hit yeah. it for me, it would be Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised because I love Jill Scott. Yeah. Like, my ultimate fantasy is to walk into a bar randomly and Jill Scott is there singing and the lights are low and it's like a whole jazz setup. That is like yeah. fantasy. But Eric, every song she played, I was like, oh yeah, I love this. Oh, and she's also from Dallas. Yeah. So, you know, I got a root for my Texas girl. Yeah, but <laughs> well, I I really went into it thinking it was a competition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jill Scott, hands down, got this. Like, mm-hmm. I love Jilly from Philly, and uh-huh. everything that she does is just such a vibe for me. Like mm-hmm. it's like she knows your soul, like she sings it, and uh, like yeah, yeah. So for me, I was all about like Jill Scott, and to me, then when I got into the whole, because I listened to like two, it was like it was three, three hours, hours long. Mm-hmm. I listened to two hours of it, and it didn't feel like a competition once I was mm-hmm. in it, because it just again was all love. Mm-hmm. Like it was just. They were rooting for each other. They were, like, lifting each other up. Even mm-hmm. at one point, um, Erica Badu had technical difficulties mm-hmm. as her iPad went dead. And Jill Scott played the song that she was playing. Like, it was really, really yeah. a moment. But, like, I still don't... I mean, 
I realized that I like a lot of Erica Badu songs, and mm-hmm. I, I forgot that she has so much hits. Mm-hmm. But am I gonna say that Jill Scott didn't win? I hope I, we're just gonna leave it. It's not a competition, <laughs> right? In the sense, like they both are good. No, they're both amazing. So like, I, I would want, never I don't say want it to be a competition. But if we are trying to make it a competition. <laughs> Jilly from Philly won that one. Ah, we're gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> and it's funny because I think I went into it without it, it without thinking it's a competition. But yeah. I was in a room of people. Mm-hmm. I was at a friend's birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. We had it on speaker, and yeah. they were very competitive. Mm-hmm. So when they first asked me who you got, I was mm-hmm. like, me though. I love mm-hmm. both of these women. Mm-hmm. I'm not betting against either one of these women. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I was like, man, Erica, killing it for me. Like mm-hmm. everything she dropped. I was like, oh, I love that. Which every song Jill Scott dropped, I love too. Yeah. Not to say that I didn't. Mm-hmm. I know the words to both of them. Yeah. But maybe it was just the sequence in which oh, Erica played her it. music. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, there was maybe times. Maybe she played a lot of her hits in the beginning. Maybe Jill Scott did that. And by the time you tuned in. I feel like I Jill Scott played all hers in the end. Mm-hmm. Like when she started playing. I mean. She got yeah. hits, hits, but then she played like Long Walk at the very yeah. end. And, and then she didn't, and one the, of the songs she didn't um, play. I don't think she played Golden. Yeah, that's yeah, like, no. was Golden, man. That's one of your yeah, major Yeah, she didn't play that one. Yeah. yeah. When she started playing I'm Blessed, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is Golden. I was like, no, that's no, not Golden. No. But she also played the Blessed song yeah. in the end, too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I were lit, waiting for forgot. Golden. Golden. Maybe. Yeah. But what she about... She said she wasn't checking them off, so I think that was also... And then she kept saying, like, I'm trying to find it. I was like, girl, go to Tidal. Open it right? up. I'm like, find it I was like, where are you it from your archives? Well, she did say it was the first time she went live. So mm. I'm like, maybe Auntie Jill is she, still I, a little bit behind Maybe, because she could have just gone to YouTube, yeah, too. Like, what song was going to be on Tidal? <laughs> yeah, playing, playing but songs. No, but no, that was not the case. It was like she was looking for the original yeah. master and mixes. I'm like, no, ma'am. Just play the record. Yeah, just have somebody send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> just go on Spotify, play the fee real yes, quick. Yes. And just play. Yes. And then there's Luda and Nelly, which was yesterday. Yeah, I didn't watch that one because, again, I was on some couch potato bum stuff Same. yesterday. So I was not in the mood to entertain nobody's business. So I didn't listen to that. But I did see clips of it yeah. today. And it seemed like, I mean, I heard Nelly has some technical difficulties, mm, like his internet too. or yeah. something. So I didn't um I didn't watch it either. I opened it up like three times. But let me tell you, every time I opened it up, mm-hmm. Ludacris had on something different. I was mm-hmm. like, is he changing clothes? Like Yeah, yeah. I saw time, that too. Yeah, first time it was yeah. like a black shirt, and then it was like a sleeveless shirt, and yeah. then it was like a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what I is heard, happening? I saw Ludacris? that too, because I was watching clips and it was a different shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, why Nelly still has the same white beard yeah. on? And I'm like, Ludacris was over here doing War, uh, wardrobe changes, Girl, <laughs> different was, acts. He was ready, <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, I heard that Nelly has some uh, technical difficulties too. Yeah. A la, you know, Teddy Riley. So that's <laughs> been a consistent thing throughout yeah. this whole versus thing. Yeah, the internet ain't certain, the technology ain't certain, yeah. and you would think celebrities that y'all will fork up some money on some real you would connection. Think so, but if Xfinity is a problem for every, one person, I guess Xfinity is a problem exactly. for everybody. And we really don't got that many choices, right? <laughs> right. Xfinity, AT and T. Yeah, you at the mercy so, of yeah. I don't even know who we got because it's through our homeowner stuff. But mm-hmm. there's only a certain amount of options that yeah. you can have. So I get it. Yeah. yeah. But it, these verses have been fun. Yeah. Like you and I both like the um, playlists that pop up on the music streaming site afterwards. Yeah. 
And then um, I saw that they were trying to decide what they should do next week. Mm-hmm. So they were deciding between Usher and Chris Brown or Usher and Justin Timberlake mm-hmm, or Chris mm-hmm. Brown. You know, for me, I think it's more fitting to do Usher and Justin Timberlake. Absolutely. Chris Brown is still such, still a, a young talent. Like, yes. he's still, like, his sound is changing. Yeah, and it's still right now and it's still happening, it's yeah. still evolving. Not that Usher is not, but it's just right. like. Justin Timberlake and Usher have been doing this a yeah. way longer time than Chris Brown. It's not really... They come from the same era. Yeah. Even though Chris Brown has been hit after hit after hit, and I'm a fan, mm-hmm. Like I don't think that's a fair challenge to someone that's still developing. Right. Who they I mean, are, Usher they is like Chris Brown's role model. Yeah. So it's like a peer and, you yeah. know, I mean... a. Like a mentor and their yeah. you know mentee instead of like peers. I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Even though like with Erica Badu and Jill Scott, Jill came out after Erica, yeah. but Erica sang a song that Jill wrote. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you know. Yeah, and Jill wrote a song that Erica wrote. Yeah, yeah. So so it was like there were. I mean, she did also mention that she was kind of. She found Erica Badu to be a mentor too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I just feel like there's they're more peers. Yeah, yeah, they're more peers than mentee mentor relationship, and it's like been such a long time between Usher and Chris Brown. There is a long gap before that ever happened. So no, I agree. That's not gonna happen. Then also, so on the less exciting note, yeah. Uh, Carl Crawford, yeah. who I did not know lived here in Houston, Texas. I didn't know that either. Yeah, a lot of people live in Houston. A lot of people that we didn't realize. Yeah. A lot of these celebrities. I think a lot of football players live in mm-hmm. Houston, like even from other states and yeah. stuff like that. Even like in- that NBA young boy guy, Girl. he lives here and in Harris County. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? <laughs> I know. So, but yeah, so Carl Crawford, mm-hmm. um, Evelyn Lozada's baby daddy and ex. You know, I'm just making that connection now. Yeah. Right? What? <laughs> Girl, you just said I'm like, yeah. That's I didn't him. realize that's him. Mm-hmm, that's I just him. saw X Dodger, but I didn't realize the connection. Yep, that's yeah. her baby daddy. Um, had a small gathering of people, mm-hmm. you know, trying mm-hmm. to do the social distancing, distancing less than ten, about six people, mm-hmm. and um, two of them, a mother. Well, I don't know if it was a mother, but a, a woman, woman and mm-hmm. a child mm-hmm. drowned in the pool. Yeah. And I read that story. I think I read it on Shade Room mm-hmm. or something. And, you know, he was in the kitchen or somewhere. I saw it on the local news. Oh, um, okay. Like, on the alerts, because I decided to get alerts now uh-huh. for local news. But, like, he yeah. was in the house. He was in the house. And then the the kid was in there, mm-hmm. and then the woman, the woman jumped, jumped afterwards. But he, and he also time, jumped in, tried to help. By the time he re- yeah. revived them, it was too late. Yeah. Yeah. That's so unfortunate. I know. I mean, and that's got to be hard because I know a lot of people don't like. I'm I'm an advocate for pools, you know. Not, not that <laughs> pools need advocacy, but this is why I'm so I know. afraid of pool. Because I understand. It's like one day we're gonna have children, no matter what. It's like it's just kids are so quick. They're so quick nowadays that you turn around real quick, checking a text, and like that's why I'm so afraid to have a pool. I know you tell me I you need to have a pool. Or I don't know. I don't say you, you need. You say to, I should. Yeah, I think you should. But like that scares me. But I think that there are more homes and families with pools that don't have tragedies yeah. than that do than the ones that do. So there is some sort of education or some sort of something. That allows them, you know, that they instill in their children, you know, so I, that they don't have these type of accidents. Yeah, I think it's early training. Like yeah. Early. First of you all. You got to have them in the pool like Kavia James. Yeah. <laughs> and then you as the parent have to know how to swim, which I, yes. we, we don't know how to swim, but it's something that I definitely want to learn. And I think 
he needs to learn too. Mm-hmm. And then also like your children need to learn from yay high. Yeah. And to be able to do it even in the ten feet plus. Yeah. Pool. Yeah. And I think honestly, I think children knowing how to swim from a very young age mm-hmm. is a very valuable mm-hmm. skill. Yeah. You know, like because there's no you never know when you're gonna find yourself yeah. in water yeah. needing yeah. that talent you exactly. know and you don't want them to learn at right. a certain age you want them to kind of feel like they've yeah, always be known comfortable with because the then you're able to adapt to situations that aren't always favorable yeah. when you've kind of always known how to do something it kind of becomes second nature after mm-hmm. a while so uh, it's, it's it was tough to watch that one i mean yeah. to hear about that one so you know prayers up for carl yeah. and prayers up for the families of mm-hmm. the uh people that were lost you know mm-hmm. definitely want to keep them in our prayers for peace because for sure I mean, that's, you know, they were just over there for a good time. Yeah. It's supposed to be a regular Saturday. A nice little kickback. Evening. Yeah. And then something like that so tra- tragic happens. So yeah. we just hope everything is well with their family, to everybody involved, and also to Carl Crawford. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But let's talk about Takashi. Girl. <laughs> he came out of jail. The first thing that's been entertaining like he never me all week long is Takashi Six Nine. Y'all can call him a rat however you want. Anybody that can make me laugh. Oh my god, just gonna, I'm just gonna take that win because I love to laugh. Like, ah, girl, I do not like Takashi. I don't like it, but he's entertaining. He's okay? too much. Like he's he came, entertaining. you would not even know he's been in jail except for the fact that he talks about how much like mm-hmm. other people rap. I'm mm-hmm. a rat, but he came out of jail like he wasn't humble. That's girl. what it is mm-hmm. because I didn't. But what you want him to be humble for? Well, the the reason I don't like Takashi Six uh-huh. Nine is because in the very beginning, oh, yeah. Before he got arrested, you know, he was all in the streets, like, mm-hmm. can't nobody get me. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like, I got my boys. You know, yeah, he yeah. was talking all this shit. But that's the what he's known for. Right. But I like, never liked that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, you know, and then when someone tried to get him, you know, mm-hmm. he was talking all this shit. He was part of the gang. Someone yeah. tried to kill him or yeah. whatever they tried uh-huh. to do to mm-hmm. him. You know, and then he also goes to jail for it. Mm-hmm. It's like. I, maybe you could chill yeah. a little bit. Maybe no. you could chill and stop trolling people. But that's part of his persona. Mm. It's just like 50 Cent. At this I don't point. like it in him Because either. it's just like, this is what gets them followers. This is yeah. what gets people paying attention to him. It's what gets them, you know, the attention that they need to stay relevant. Yeah. So for him, it's going to keep trolling people. And he came straight out of prison with two million. Straight. Uh, yeah, I was, I was mad at that. <laughs> and I don't want to be a hater. But I was just like, y'all keep giving this man energy. But what's somebody's funny? What are you supposed to do? I can't. <laughs> I do not like the trolling. I just don't like the trolling. Honestly, I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I don't like the I, trolling I in anyone. I think my better spirit says I should not like the trolling. <laughs> <laughs> the better version of me said it's not funny. You shouldn't laugh at that. But it's like... <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, I mean, he did come out and yeah, two million views for that live thing. Accused yeah. of Snoop Dogg of being a rat. So okay. also, so the Snoop Dogg thing was a little later. Was the yes. next post that he had? But in his defense, what he was explaining in the first two million live stream was that was that why should he be loyal to people who's betrayed them? Betrayed him. Why should it, why should I be loyal to people who is messing with my baby mama, who is told on me, who is ratted on me, who's trying to kill me? Like, what loyalty do I have to like 
So he was basically saying he's fine. That, why shouldn't he have snitched? Why shouldn't have snitched snitch on those people? Because like they have no loyalty to you. So what loyalty do I have to you? I'm, I so understand I, that. Just so I don't be called a rat and I'm the true but gangster. Like, gang like, life, gang mentality. The whole thing that he was trying to pretend like he was in. That's part of it. Like you got gangsters, they be killing each other. Get Italian mob. Yeah. They kill each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got the the uh I don't know what other kind of mobs there are. Then you got the black folks, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. Bumpy Johnson and them yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Like everybody all these gangsters were killing each other. And then no one thing not to snitch on each other. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because at the same time, then that gets your family killed. Yeah, you know, yeah. then that gets your children. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like if you want to run around and claim you this big, but he bad has gangster, protective service, so he really doesn't care. Yeah, no, he don't care. And he has a child, but you, I don't think he, he is there for the child. No. So it really wouldn't. I feel like be, he has a couple children. Yeah, it really wouldn't be like a hit to him. Right, and something. You know what I mean? Because he just doesn't. It just seems like that guy that does not care about it. He own cares life. Mo- mostly about the trolling. Yeah. And then, so okay, so when he tried to donate this two hundred thousand dollars to that no kid hungry foundation and they denied it Mm -hmm. i was like yes you're fucking right yeah yeah so i not all money is good money. not all money is good yeah so i applauded them for rejecting it because but it is still two hundred thousand. but then i applauded him because i don't want your money right we don't know what it's been involved with right and we don't want our children to feel like this is part of the lifestyle we need to live for and then there's definitely brand association Mm -hmm. like I know uh, who I work for is very big mm-hmm. on who they allow partnerships mm-hmm. with. And if your mission or your brand does not align with their brand, yeah. they're not going for yeah. it. Not it could be two million, money. three million. Yeah. They're not going for yeah. it. And so I think it is more admirable that they mm-hmm. stuck by, like, yeah. listen, we're no kid hungry. We, like, you know, we are this type of organization. Yeah. We're that type of organization. You know, we care about, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't our want public those image. money either because right. I'm just like, no, this and now they're showing kids like, oh, yeah, we like to copy. Exactly, this is not the standard that we think your right. should. And like, then he tried to, to. Then he, I saw his comment on Instagram after that talking about this is why. Yeah, brown that. and black children. Yeah. I'm like, you know, no, sir. Like, no. You're being a complete idiot because right. this is not what and this then, is about. If it was really just about the yeah. kids, you could do it anonymously. anonymously. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, you didn't have to let everybody know. This is right. just all part of attention. This yes. is all part of a. You know, get people watching, get people talking. Yeah. And just to say you did a good thing right. for your lawyers when you go back right. to court. This has nothing to do with nothing. your true intentions. So None he's just ever. out here being None out ever. here and being Speaking a troll. Right. Being irritating. Right. But at the same time, it's funny as hell. At the same time, hilarious. I try not to watch. Like, I don't watch it. I would never, like, I didn't go on this live stream or anything. Like, I don't know if I would never do it, but I didn't go on it. And I'm not interested to do it on it. But the shade room still makes them very yes. relevant. Okay. So you kind of have no choice but to, like, laugh at the things yes. that it comes up on the shade room. I'm like, this dude. This is the way, and I know we didn't talk about talking about this, but Takashi 69 is in the same boat with me as Lil Boosie. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. cannot stand <laughs> Labusi, I don't know if I've said that before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told y'all that, podcaster yeah. listeners. Yeah. But Labusi is low on my list or high on my list. Probably yeah. the number one. No, Donald Trump's number one. Yeah. Maybe the number two people yeah, yeah, yeah. like for, <laughs> breathing, 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 bleeding, fresh yeah. flesh and blood people. I can't stand. It. He yeah. does the same thing. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. trolls, trolls, trolls. Yeah. I don't follow him, but, but because of the shade room, 
It's always on my timeline. Yeah, line. for me, it's Donald Trump because I don't even know how he's still a president. And how yeah. we, he says the most funniest thing every single day. He said we should drink bleach and everybody skated over that, that like it wasn't a big deal. And that people actually drink bleach, like things like that he says all the time that are hilarious. And I'm just like, how did this happen? Like, who elected him? All you got to like, do is be really good at trolling. This, this is nonsense. Like, this is so nonsensical. Like, it does not make sense to me. But mm. still, they attract some part of the population. And, that's and it the seems problem. like it's the majority because it's getting people elected. It's just, that's a whole problem. And, I, like, with the, speaking of Trump and the election, mm-hmm. you know, the Democrats are on such different pages. Like, yeah. I was talking with a friend uh, a couple of days ago, and they were telling me about how, um, uh, what's her name? Um Ooh, she's a black, it's a black woman. She used to be on CNN a lot and I can't, mm-hmm. she was dating Common at one mm-hmm. point. Oh yeah, yeah. I know her, but I don't I can't think of her, her name. name. Yeah. Um, but her and some peers have a coalition together mm-hmm. and it's basically telling Biden like you owe us and this is our black agenda and this is what you have to do to get our vote. And it's like, that no, is not okay. what we're on right okay, now. So this is the thing that irritates me because we as a people not black people, Hispanic people, all people, we need to get, majority of the people with sense, let me say that. We need to get on the same page to get this right. man out of office. Not, this is what we're going to hold you hostage over. Angela Rye. Yeah. This is not what we're, what gender we're trying to push, push, push. Right. Because that, that diminishes him. That right. reflects from the ultimate goal, which is to get this man that's literally lives. People are dying mm-hmm. just of his lack of care and the way yeah. he's handling situations in the world. Like this is not okay. This is we need to not. We need to switch back to the focus of what this is right. about, what the election is about, and everybody has to have the bigger picture in mind. Right, and then the little things right. can be like, done there are, once exactly. we have the big goal out of you know. There doesn't need. I am not looking yeah. for a black agenda right no. now. I do not need Joe Biden no, to I, tell me how he's going to free black people yeah. more so than we're already yeah. freed, and yeah. what he's going to. I'm not yeah. in need of any of that. Yeah. What I need mm-hmm. is to get Donald Trump yeah. out of office. Yeah. We can talk about the rest of that yeah. later. We will advance our cause once we get him right and then there's still because he definitely don't care about our cause so there's nothing to push if it's still there when it comes to january next year like there's nothing to push. so we need to hurry up and focus back on what's important what's at hand people yes okay we got a little we digress (laughs) i know but this is the kind of of irritating because it's like how do we like yeah vision ultimate vision to yeah you know you know and you know it's funny like when obama was running for president black people were voting on him because he was voting for him mm-hmm. because he was black mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i need that same kind of unity for joe biden yeah we need to vote for him because he's not trump yeah yeah he's the exactly. person that can get trump out of and office and if i need him to be associated with barack obama for you to vote for him he is right so please just vote just vote because we need to move on. And actually, my mom, I don't know if she's going to be happy for me to say this. Because when Barack Obama was running, mm. she really wasn't a fan of him because she really didn't see exactly what he had done mm-hmm. to warrant a vote. Mm-hmm. But she said, I'm not voting for Barack Obama. I'm voting for Biden. And that's what mm. caused her to vote. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so so please, let's just, let's just all get there. Yeah, let's just get there. Let's like, just all get there. I, you know, because as intense as I've been goal. about politics mm-hmm. in the past few elections, because I've, you know, I've begun to care mm-hmm. as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. Joe Biden yeah. could, like, 
curse me out to my face. And I'd be like, dang, son, but <laughs> I'm still vote for you, though, because I don't like Donald Trump. I'd like another option. <laughs> and Donald Trump should have never been an option. Sure. And, like, yeah. really marge- making this all about, like, what his stance is. I mean, yes, his stances do matter, of course. Mm-hmm. But, like, to be, like, fix have a black agenda or mm-hmm. I'm not voting for yeah, you. Yeah, no. I think that's outlandish. Yeah, again. And we've lost sight yeah. of what Because then what are you needs doing? To be done. Yeah. Where what's Donald Trump's black agenda? Yeah. You know, where's mm-hmm. his black agenda? So that we're, you that are means we're for? fine with the current state as right. it is. Right. And I'm not. For the next four he years. About to kill us because of corona. literally we have the next four years. And the more you vote like he already don't give a crap. <laughs> right now he don't so, give a fuck yeah and he's still got an election to like try to get people right. to revolt to vote for him again what what do you think it's gonna do the next four years when he really don't have anything for y'all to <laughs> he's already in he's already in office he has nothing to lose is right. what i'm saying like right. he's already in office he don't need y'all he don't need to come back like there's nothing incentive for him to behave no. anymore yeah. especially after yes Period. because he's gotten away with everything yeah, it's gotten like y'all tried to impeach him it didn't work yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what is he He's like, been a misogynist. He's been a racist. He's girl. called yeah. brown countries. He's had a rally. Countries. A West State was the one that were having the rally of the white, you know, yeah. and he said that was okay. He's yeah. not so oh, anything. Yeah. He's called yeah. the KKK good people. Good people. Yeah. yeah. He's called shithole countries. Yeah. He didn't give any aid to Puerto Rico. No. Like, he's talked shit he about He tried to revoke the yeah. aid. <laughs> like, it's like, so are you, we're okay with that yeah, for another so four years? Yeah, so the next four years. For, and then there's a, not having a black agenda? Yeah, and there's no incentive to behave anymore because there's no longer a vote that he needs to try to bring right. people over. Right. So, are we okay? Like, to me, come on now. Let's let's get it together. Like. <laughs> But speaking of, okay, so we'll go back to other celebrities yes. and on social media. Jason Derulo and his TikTok. I love them. You know, I don't, I'm not mad at him. I call them creative, okay? Because he did the one with the post office. I thought that was cute. Okay. Because, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, he did that one. He did that one when he was delivering food or something. Yes, I saw that one. Just a, I love him. And then the one with this model chick that he's spending time with. I thought all of them was people. Uh, Jenna. Yes, but I people were that. big mad about... People big mad his, about everything. He's taking over the timeline. Oh, my gosh. Like, well, stop following him. Because he had time, all this stuff. Obviously, it's quarantine like the rest of y'all. Right. So what, what are you You're mad about? You're looking at it. And he's a performer. He cannot perform. So he's giving you the performance on TikTok. Exactly. So you don't have to, like you said, you don't have you to follow, follow him. him. You can block him. If you really just don't want to see him, <laughs> block really, him. you really, really don't think that he's worthy of your time or your sight. So what is the problem here? But I love them. I think they're fun. I wish I could Are you make on them. TikTok? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not on. Oh, yeah. You are on TikTok. Yeah. You did your Savage I know. video. Now I'm looking at what other videos I should do. I feel like I should go back to Intention. Do this. That's still my song. Do the Savage remix. Oh, that seems so hard, but it's still, what, 30 seconds or a minute? I mm-hmm. can figure that out. You can figure it out. <laughs> but I feel like I need to diversify, you know? Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so I have to figure out what next I'm going to do. I almost didn't want it at work, but we. <laughs> So let me control myself. I am on the time. <laughs> I'm on the clock. I'm on the problem. So that's yeah. funny. <laughs> okay, lastly, well, not lastly, mm-hmm. but in celebrity news, Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. is on track to become the world's first trillionaire. Trillionaire. That's how Trillion. many zeros? That's is that nine Girl. zeros? That's three. That has to be like six. nine. Nine. Yeah. Oh no no no! I'm looking. And then it up. you got to go into the billions. I'm so that's twelve. Up. 
So that's like 14 zeros. Girl, that's a lot of zeros. That's a lot of damn zeros. By Um, 2026. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, that... Ooh, that's capitalism at its finest. It's making that, you know, Amazon do what it do. What can we say about that? I mean, I just... I wonder if I was Jeff Bezos, I'd wake up in the morning and be like, I would never imagine when I started Amazon in my garage Mm -hmm. that I would be close to being the world's first trillionaire. So, trillion and 12 zeros. Okay, 12 zeros. Mm Mm-hmm. I never would have known that I'd be the world's first trillionaire. Yeah. I'd wake up in the morning like, this is too much damn money. <laughs> but I feel like even when you have to do it all this When money, you have that much money, you kind of money doesn't mean anything to you. Oh, anymore. it doesn't mean anything. So at that point, it's just kind of like, okay. Like, I think at that point, like, he just, can give away, like, he could just give it away. He could give away like $20 billion and yeah. still be fine. Yeah. You know, like, and then I just don't feel like it's that fulfilling anymore. And I and on top of that, like I just hope that he just really becomes a great philanthropist. Um, I have not really looked him up to see what kind of philanthropy work he does. So mm-hmm. hopefully he's doing a lot of that or he's inspired to do those things. So because yeah. that's a whole lot of money. So I mean that's not he can pay off our student loans. Like, can he be the benefactor? He could bail out the country. Okay, <laughs> we're like what three trillion dollars in debt. I know. to Jeff Bezos to right. like. I'm just gonna start sending Jeff Bezos. I'm gonna send Jay Bezos at oh. Amazon.com. Watch them trying to next. <laughs> Jeff, can you and, uh, at least he like, got he, real money, unlike Donald Trump, who okay. really. But it's just a facade. He could pay off all our student loans. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying. He to needs know. to start off a yes. Because, I mean, we, the students are the reason why he's a trillionaire now, you know. It's really because of everybody. Yeah, well, all of us, most of us got student loans at some point. Everybody loves his product. Yeah, that's true. Not his, but, like, the delivery of two days and it being at your door. I mean, it was such a simple idea. That's the thing. That's what I'm like... And why did not? Why did exactly? <laughs> That's literally what I'm thinking right now. I'm looking at you like, wow. Why did we? How did I miss the boat on that? It's just regular shipment and making sure yeah. you have a warehouse where things yeah. come to. He basically and just like, you're a mom and pop shop. You're a mom and pop shop, and you're a mom and pop shop. Yeah, but don't you want to sell across the world? Let me sell yeah. them for We're you. We're gonna put this on the internet. Yeah, and then you'll be able to sell across the world. Okay, that's sure. it. Sure, and oh, girl. Yeah. So how I didn't think of this? Cheers anyway. to. No, I don't want to toast Jeff Bezos. Cheers to hopefully he listens to this and pays it along. Jeff Bezos, we're speaking it into existence. Him paying off our student loans. loans. Thank you, Lord. Amen. However it comes, Lord, I'm ready. Yes, Lord. It don't have to be Jeff Bezos, but you know, that's an option. Just throwing that out there for you to know. You can reach out to Jeff Bezos. Have him pay Touch off our Touch his heart, Lord. Lord. Touch his mind, Lord. <laughs> give him a giving spirit, oh, like, God. <laughs> we're talking about orchestrator, greatest orchestrator. Exactly. God got us. You got it. Mind. Yes. True. <laughs> but on a more serious note, mm-hmm. uh, we had the controversial case of Ahmad Arbery mm-hmm. over the past couple weeks. Yes. And while well, he was shot and killed in February. It was mm-hmm. all. It's all just now coming to a head mm-hmm. because the videos came out. So just yeah. a brief. I mean, you'd have to be living under a rock to not know what's happening here. Yeah. I mean, if you are on the internet listening to podcasts, then you've definitely seen about yeah, <laughs> Ahmad Aubrey. Like social media, yeah. In but just to recap, mm-hmm. you know, this young man was out jogging. He was accosted by two or three white men. There was a struggle. They shot and killed him in the street, and then they called the police. 
made it seem like he was robbing, trying to rob, or he had robbed someone, mm -hmm. and uh, that was the reason for doing it. And mm -hmm. they were not arrested. Mm -mm. Nope. And then the video came out almost two months later. Yeah. Or maybe a month later. I'm sorry. It happened in February. It came yeah. out. Yeah. Just this Almost month. two months later. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was a whole rigmarole, which we'll break down. Well, if you want to go ahead and see, break it down. Yeah. Leading to their arrest. So it just was a whole slew of things that needed to happen for them to even be arrested, which is outrageous in the first place. Because their arguments, uh, they are the McMichaels. So it's Gregory and Travis McMichael. Their argument was he looked like he was somebody that had been doing a series of robberies in that neighborhood. Mm. And then when it was um, when they looked into like the public records, they found that it was just only one bur burglary that had been reported in yeah. that whole neighborhood, and that was in January. Yeah. And that was when uh, Travis McMichael's um, gun, handgun, was stolen yeah. from the car. So what is this series of? You right. know, that was a lie to begin. That was with. a lie. Yeah. So then they had like several prosecutors involved in the case. Um, the first one I think was like a guy named a female, uh, Jackie L. Johnson. It was a female mm -hmm. who recused herself from the case, uh, pointed out, pointing out that the Gregory McMichael had worked for her or worked in her office before. Yeah. So she couldn't take part on prosecuting him because obviously it's a conflict yeah. of interest. But a note on that, she also told the police department not to arrest him. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. like she knew him or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. And then she recused herself mm -hmm. after after telling them not to go not to arrest the McMichael. Exactly. And then the case was taken over by somebody else named George E. Barnhill. And he was another district attorney in a neighboring town. And then he found that it was insufficient cost to arrest the, Mc, um, to arrest the McMichaels. Um, he argued that they acted legally under the Georgia citizen arrest and self-defense laws. But every time people talk to me about citizen's arrest, that really pisses me off. It right. really Because are you really telling me you me just off. have the ability yes. to say you're doing something wrong? And you're guilty. And yeah. you don't know nothing about nothing. You just saw me on the street. I, yeah. And you, no, no citizen should be able to right. arrest me, period. Okay? Right. It's like, unless you were a cop and you read me my rights or all that stuff, and you have just cause, like, there's no reason any citizen should be out here stopping any other folks in and the streets. I truly believe that George McMichael only said that because he was a former police yeah. officer. So he, so he knew knows the that right terminology that, yeah. yeah, to not get arrested. Yeah. And with this Barnhill guy being a friend of his or mm -hmm. previous acquaintance of his, yeah. you know, also being like, hey, don't arrest him. Yeah. You know, like, and, you know, mind you, this is in Georgia. This mm -hmm. is in the South. This yeah. is where it took... Uh, and we we weren't free until June nineteenth, but you know that's yeah. not when the Emancipation Proclamation yeah. was actually signed. So, and then when you start talking about like even just the the little towns in the south, yeah. Uh, when you start talking about those small towns, you really got to be concerned yeah. because you just don't know what you know, yeah, what, what people are capable of as far as how they see race, right? Um. So under pressure, the Mc uh, Arbery, under pressure from the McArbery's family, uh, they finally Mr. Barnhill then recused himself from the case because his son had worked with uh, Gregory McMichael before. Mm -hmm. So he finally re recused himself. So due to the New York Times interview, along with the video being leaked, and then um, 
It caused the third district attorney, Tom Durden, to send the case finally to a grand jury, which yes. this only happened, what, like a couple of weeks ago that yeah. it happened or yeah. last week? Uh, so it finally caused them to bring charges on the McMichaels, which then they were arrested on May 7th um, in Glynn County Jail in Georgia. And then that third prosecutor recused himself too, and now it's on and over to a new to a fourth prosecutor, and her name is Joyce Holmes, a district attorney in Cobb County. So, on this how I don't know how this is going to play out. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about, it is the South. Yeah. It is Georgia. It is a white man claiming self-defense. Mm -hmm. So, white, it's white men claiming, you know, citizens' arrest. Mm -hmm. But... Miss Joyette M. Holmes is the black woman, yeah. and she's a damn good prosecutor. Mm -hmm. She's also a Republican, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah. that I read. But, you know, she's still going to go full, I'm sure, you know, with yeah. the letter of the law. Yeah. And then what honestly blew my mind is that the guy or the lawyer of the man who released the third, who released the video, so the lawyer of the third man, he said they released the video to prove the innocence <laughs> yeah. of McMichael. That's why I was confused. Yeah, it was like, and I'm like... Yeah, what? I don't get it. And then the same guy, I can't remember his name right now, but I'm sure if I look at mm -hmm. Sean Keaton's page, it'll be up there, mm -hmm. um, has been doing interviews I've on not, CNN. I've not CNN. had the heart to watch the videos because anytime, oh, no, somebody, I haven't seen videos ever, anytime somebody is killed, to me, especially, I like, I just can't because it's just like, it's just so, like, that's somebody's. Live. That's like that's so raw for me that I can't. I mean, I'm. I will have to watch the video. Yeah. Because I just kind of want to understand. Don't have to watch it. Like I kind of just want to understand it more, the case a little bit further. To you know. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's just like how from what I've heard from everybody else that's watched the video, like it's an open and shut kind of case. Like how is it gonna prove that the McMichaels wasn't? Yeah. Wasn't guilty. And then there, you know, there are people saying like, well, he shouldn't have fought. Like, I'm so okay, sick and tired no. of us or people expecting black men to just like lay, lay down, down and die. Yeah, because first of all. And they would have shot him anyway. If anybody was running after you. I'm going to run. That is not in uniform. Like, I'm going to run because I don't know who you are, what you're capable of. It, like, you know what I mean? I'm going to run because I'm afraid for my life. And then on top of that, you got a shotgun and you're yelling at me and I probably don't even know what you're saying. And like, on all that commotion, all that young man felt was fear. Yes. And that's why he was running. So for you to say you shouldn't have ran when you've got a gun threatening his life. Yeah. Like, to me, like, I just don't really understand what this country has come to and what makes people feel like... It's the same thing as the George Zimmerman case. What makes you feel like you can citizen arrest me? You cannot, if you're not a police officer, there's no, there should not be anything called citizen's arrest. Right. Period. So the third guy, the guy who shot the film, who took the video, um, has been doing interviews like on mm -hmm. CNN and stuff, talking mm -hmm. about how he's afraid for his life and he's getting death threats and he just doesn't understand. And that type of shit pisses me mm -hmm. off. So you're afraid for your life. Do you, do you consider how this young man was afraid for his when life when they were coming after him? Right, when you were coming after him with shotguns? Yeah. Like, did you care about that at all? You're concerned about... Twitter fingers is right, making you mad. Right, you're concerned Email about fingers. some angry okay. phone calls and mm -hmm. some emails and some texts. Yeah. But you took the life... Mm -hmm. You and your friends took the life of someone? Exactly, and that was the, okay. Like, yeah. I, if I was a reporter, I'd like... Try my hardest to drop kids. It's that white <laughs> privilege of being able to like drop a few yes. words, a few terminologies, and think that everything is okay and it will work in your favor because probably most of some people's life, not all, 
probably most of some people's life, it's worked out that way. And you didn't even realize that you had that sort of privilege. Yeah. But, like, this is concerned that everybody that is black has to be concerned about. I remember, right. like, me and my sister, my sister was having a law firm interview mm-hmm. at a neighboring state. I forgot what state it was, but we drove. Because mm-hmm. um, it, <laughs> it was supposed to be an interview, but then it ended up being a fun sister strip. Mm-hmm. It was like, let's just make it a trip. And then, literally, this... Two police officers stopped us over a broken taillight. Mm-hmm. And they, there was a young cop and an older cop. And the young cop had his hand on his gun the whole time. Like, literally ready to jump at any time. What what do you what is three girls looking for their yeah. insurance going to do to you? Because right. he was asking for the insurance. And at that time, I couldn't find it in my glove department. And you know now everything is on the phone. So yeah. I was like, let me just try to look for it on the phone. Like, it was real froggy looking at shining light into the car. Like, this is something that it's not because you're male and you're black. It's not because you're, (laughs) it's not because you're female. Like, this is all something all black people have to be fearful of. That something in interaction with the cop can go left. And now we have to worry about it from regular citizens too. You're just minding your business. You're taking a jog and taking a run. You know what I mean? And if it wasn't for the older cop who was also white, if it wasn't for him who said, okay, give them a moment and back up, like, he realized that we were in fear of him because how he was acting. Like, he was acting very anxiety-ridden. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we were about to, you know, we were just over here looking for stuff in the glove department, compartment. But, like, if it wasn't for the older cop who said, okay, chill, back up for a little bit and let them look for it, like, he would have still been. Yeah. I, and that's that's the problem. Like, why become a cop if you're going to be so goddamn froggy? Yeah. If you're Chill. so afraid. Like, yeah, don't be a cop. Yeah. Don't put yourself in danger. Yeah. If you feel that there's instant, uh, imminent danger every if time you is take a, a, a traffic stop, yeah. then don't do the job. And I understand that there is a danger that comes with your job. But you cannot, as a cop, just assume the worst of everybody. Oh, yeah. You're, probably, you're supposed and, to be able to properly assess the situation. Exactly. And then you cannot just profile because you don't. Like you, that profiling should not be part of your standard because you don't know, you don't know. And you know, you, everyone should just have the benefit of the doubt when you approach them. Unfortunately, so, I don't know. you know, it's, it's, that's the sad part of having I mean, the, the struggle with being black in America, in the world in general, because, you know, from day one, people are taught that white is right and white is better. And everything that comes along with whiteness is approachable, acceptable, mm-hmm. appropriate, the proper way to do things mm-hmm. when it's like, that's not what life is. We yeah. are all different from different countries, different areas. Mm-hmm. We look different. Yeah. So whatever is natural to us is natural in general. Mm-hmm. But that the Ahmad case was very saddening, is very sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm saddened to say that, like, I don't expect anything to come out of the case. Like, well, I do because it has to. But I mean, it, I mean we say that every time, because, but I feel, I, I pray that it does. I mean, I pray that it does. Because we have a video that's. But they had the video already. Like, they didn't, like, you, I've seen the meme and I completely agree with it. They didn't arrest these men because they just saw the video, they already had the video. They arrested these men because we saw the video and we started marching and and then whenever it goes to a jury case, there's always that one person. And it's a jury in Georgia. Yeah, it's a jury of their peers. And then they know exactly how to choose Uh a jury to work, kind of in their favor because both sides are supposed to be involved. Right, right, right. But it's still yeah, it's still Glen County, Georgia. How many people of color are they going to find? It's just really ridiculous, but. 
I mean, this really cannot be. I mean, it's so it sad is. because you like this really can't be the state of right. This can't be like reality. But it is life. This is can't be life in general but for it is life. people of color. Like we can't just be out here minding our business and think that that is the last time. Right. But you know what? That's it. First, first of all, it definitely is life. I mean, that's what we see it all is. day. With it is. It's just sad throughout the yeah. years with every single and case. For some reason, which I find it still hard to accept because it's just like it's just so right, right and wrong that right. it's like how does everybody else not see right. that this is so right and wrong? Like right. That's 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 ugh, girl. What I what I am I so this is how I. Spin it in my head, not spin it, but this is what I choose to focus on is that we're talking about how we step out the door with a modicum of fear, you know, mm-hmm. surrounding us. Granted, not like too scared to do anything because, you know, we go with God, mm-hmm. but exactly. we always have this caution yes. because we know that being black, we are marked. Yeah. We are, and every, know, there's a target on yeah. us. But and every you, time I'm stopped, yeah. It's just like a prayer right. and just pray for everything to go right. in the right way. Right. Like it's just but something with, as simple as that. And so with all of that, what I'm saying is though, with all of that, with all this stuff that we got to think about, be slightly fearful of, think about how we act. We still rise. We mm-hmm. still overcome. We yeah. still outshine. You mm-hmm. know, we are still much smarter mm-hmm. and faster. And like every day is mm-hmm. a new record or every day is a new accomplishment by mm-hmm. and Right now, I'm speaking of black people, mm-hmm. so by black people, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and we do all of that, mm-hmm. even though we have targets on our backs. I know, and that's and there's still and there's still ceilings that we right, and there's still ceilings to break that we, that we break, and, and we, we do will, it every day. you know, yeah. like nothing is mm-hmm. going to stop us. Like yeah. they can come for us. All it does and is make us work harder yeah. and stronger, and make us focus and make us, you know, try to achieve more. Because yeah. what you're not going to do is think that you're going to scare us into any mm-hmm. type of submission mm-hmm. because you're out here just will, yeah. willfully killing people, and that's what exactly. they can't stand. And the and the only people that's too blind to see it are those that are that choose to be ignorant. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it still kills me when a regular person just says, oh, did you go to a four-year college? Like, yeah. like I'm like, are you? Okay. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> is, is this still a question that we're asking? And like, right. why, you know, why do you assume right. something that I wouldn't? Like, right. to me, it's like, why is this even a question? It's, right. just, like, it's just like little things that is some, some conscious racism that you people don't even that they don't even realize that they're doing that yeah. I'm just like you know what I don't have time for this I'm just gonna keep elevating right my business all they and need I'm to doing know the is, best that I can do right. and that's all there is what's to important it. is we're not gonna stop no. you'll never scare us exactly. into any some sort any sort of submission yeah so it's unfortunate but that's the state that we are in right yes. now so we just got to keep prayed up that there is some kind of justice that comes from this because there has to. I mean, yeah. I hope there it is. We've seen time and time again it's not been the case, but yeah. we just have to hope for the best for the just Arby, the, you know, just family. Just raise my blood pressure. I'm sweating because I'm so anxious. When I think about it, I just like, I just can't. That's why I can't. That's why it's been hard to even like do the post or anything like that because it's just... It's just so it makes it balls in my blood. Like yeah. it just makes me angry. And this is why, yeah. you know, then you have to raise back down. Yeah. Because that's what people want from you. They yes. want to prove themselves right. And that's not who we are. So yeah. we're better than that. Exactly. 
Anyway, let's just try to shift gears before my, bo- <laughs> my blood boils over, girl. Let's yes. switch gears. Um, so, um, how's social distancing for you still? Quarantine? Are you still quarantined? How are you moving? I am. I haven't gone out, out. I've hung out with friends individually mm-hmm. on an you know, individual basis yeah. or whatever. But I haven't uh, been out. And I don't plan on going out. Mm-hmm. Anytime soon, but I will continue to see friends, you know, the yeah. friends that I really see mm-hmm. mostly. So. Are you wearing a mask in public? Because I feel like that's a general I do, but I always forget. Asking. Like, I, I have not had anyone stop me. I've been to Walmart and I walk in Walmart, like, be like, oh, I don't have my face mask on. Yeah, I walk in HEB, like, where's my cake? And then I'm like, oh, shoot, I ain't got a mask on. I don't forget. I forget. Because I just, I'm like, no. Like, I sometimes forget to leave the house with the mask but then I always have it in my car so it kind of helps out. I even have mine in my car yeah. and I get out the car and forget yeah. and then I'll be like it's in the car I'm like oh I wanted to wear another mask that would have matched this outfit but you know I have one in my car but I just I just I just still feel like they should be cautious people still think I sh- you know it's possible to get on planes but I just don't think I truly 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 don't feel like it's time yet like I just feel like you have to be cautious right now yeah just because things are opening up doesn't mean like I just looked the other day and May 13th was one of the highest days in in Houston for debt um so for me I'm just like this thing is still out here it's gonna pick back up as things are opened so I'm just still being cautious so what are you doing um this week in your quarantine or the past couple weeks since we haven't taped yet same thing I've been doing all quarantine Netflixing Huluing (laughs) Painting. I like I mentioned earlier. I bought a bar, so yeah. like I've been redoing my house. Yeah, you know, TV's on the wall now because those courts were ghetto. I'm yeah. telling you, those courts were so ghetto. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad yeah. that I don't have them as bad anymore. Yeah, and I got rid of the stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and working just. You know, same old, same old, and exercising. I hear, but you. it hasn't been a bad routine. So, no. you know, it's allowed me to. I don't know. Remain sane. I feel like more and more I'm getting used to this quarantine. I know. I am too. And I don't like it. Which is kind of sad. Because I'm just used to being a busybody typically. Me too. But I'm just used to being at the house now. And it's just what it is. Even like when we got in the car earlier. And I was like, I haven't driven in a few days. And Mm -hmm. I ain't even miss it. Right? (laughs) So that was like, Mm -hmm. dang. I'm not... I'm not okay with this. And I feel like now I have to make myself leave the house now, That's, yeah. which sucks because I'm like, okay, you, it's 6 p.m. now. You have to get outside to ride your bike and do something. Yes. Get some physical exercise, not be on the couch, especially on my days off. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on to the advice section. Ooh. Advice section. Because we got all the answers. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, here for you. So please still message us. We truly appreciate it. So I will read the question. Why do I always feel unfulfilled is what they ask. I'm what I would consider a very successful and fortunate person. I'm in my late 20s. I recently achieved the largest career goal I've had over the last couple of years. I have family, friends that love me. I exercise. I have a girlfriend. I'm outdoorsy, etc. When I set my mind to wanting something, I almost always successfully put in the work needed to get it. Yet once I get it, I'm never happy past a couple of days, weeks, and I can't figure out why. What do you say to that? 
Well, I say that things don't make you happy, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we see that every day when you order some stuff from Amazon or yeah. order some clothes, you get it. You're like, okay. Yeah. So it's really not, I feel like you have to have Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Yes. yes. Because that's really the meaning of life and being, you know, the spirituality, just being one with, you know, just having God's presence in your life is what makes you happy. Doing things for others make you happy. Being surrounded by relationships that you care about makes yes. you fulfilled and happy. It helps when you do a job that you love that yes. keeps you fulfilled. So you have to keep relationship things that matter to you. Relationship first of all, God. Yeah. Before anything, period. Because nothing else aligns if you don't fully have God in the center. Um, and then your relationships, taking care of others, or being there for others, and just investing in your relationships. I think that's like yeah. That's what keeps people fulfilled in general. What I think is, um, yeah, I think fulfillment doesn't come from your achievements, mm-hmm. but it comes from the inside, mm-hmm. right? Happiness starts within you, yeah. not because like someone makes you happy mm-hmm. or something you've done mm-hmm. makes you happy or something you have makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's that fulfillment is definitely a spiritual journey. I mean whether you are a Christian or you're a Buddhist or whatever, all the mm-hmm. say, all the religions tell you the same thing, to mm-hmm. look inward, mm-hmm. you know, not outward. Yeah. And, you know, to understand that there's a higher power or a mm-hmm. higher source. Yeah. So, like, yes, I my, center, my life is centered around God and, you mm-hmm. know, just the happiness that he loves me regardless yeah. of what, you know, I do because I don't get it right, girl. But, uh, so, yeah, I think that might be, that's where feelings of unfulfillment come from. Mm-hmm. Like, Clearly, what you're doing is not what would make you happy. Exactly. So you really need to take a moment, step mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. and reconsider things. Mm-hmm. Take some deep breaths yeah. and decide whether or not... You have to know yourself, period, in general. Like, if you right. don't take the time to know yourself and know what things that you value, then the rest is kind of like a, a waste of time. Yeah. And then also, even in general, just because you feel like... Um, Fulfillment is a daily practice, right? right? right. It's not it, like it's you're not, gonna do something and be and happy for the rest of your life, for, like for right. yeah. Like you literally have to get fulfillment like right. daily. It's like charging, filling your car with gas yeah. every time. There's certain things yeah, that I do right. to fill myself with gas because sometimes everything I'm going on autopilot, and then one day I just feel disconnected and nothing fulfills me, and I'm just right. irritated. And even though I'm on the couch, I should be relaxed. Everything should be good. It still doesn't align or doesn't match up. So I have to look into myself and be like, what is the actual issue yet here? And for me, it's typically like when I feel like I'm not fully in alignment with God or I haven't really like made time, then I'm like, there's a disconnect here that I need to go spend time with my father and make time, you know, in that way. So for me, like there's different things, you know, there's different things for different people that you have to examine yourself and really you know, check in and yeah. say, what's happening here? Why am I feeling this way? So, yeah. and it's just not a one day thing. It's something that you're going to continuously to work on because right. that's just life. So, and that's the thing, like you said, mm-hmm. like you achieve a goal, then you mm-hmm. set another one. Yeah. There's no, there's no time at which where like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> life doesn't stop. Exactly. Like life doesn't end no. because you reached the goal of graduating. Nope. Exactly. The next chapter begins. Life exactly. doesn't end because you got mm-hmm. the job that you want. Nope. Next to on to the next. Like maybe you're just a very ambitious person. Yeah. And you and I think that's what makes life interesting, right. being able to reach higher. And then before I used to I used to think that way too. I'm like, why is it like because I'm 
I feel like I'm an ambitious person in general because I'm like, why is this level not always enough for me? Why am I, when I get to this level, ready to get to the next level? And it's not an issue of not being content at this level because I'm happy at this level. But for me to continue to challenge myself is to strive for higher ground. Yes. And I feel like there's nothing wrong with that because we are the head and not the tail. So we are supposed to strive for higher yeah. things and go to the next level and not be stagnant right. in our journey in life. So and if... We were mm-hmm. to be just fulfilled at some yeah. point. Jeff Bezos would not be a trillionaire. Exactly. <laughs> or becoming a trillionaire. And then you might as well just die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone living we're now. done. You were done here. Yeah. So, so that's always a new level. Even in the normal, ordinary things, there's a new level of doing things at a better yes. way. Like you're in high school, you might have not been great at cleaning your room. Now you like to keep your house right. clean. Just a new level. Like That's me. It, it's just in general. Yeah, I was horrible at keeping my house. I hate it. I was like, why? I know. Now Everything's going to end up back where exactly. it is anyway. Now when my house is not clean, I'm like really like yeah. irritated. Yeah. So like there's just new levels of doing things as part of us growing and being better people. So yeah. Just yeah. go with the flow, man. I'm, I made a new dream today. What's that? Because I was watching this show. It's called Caribbean Life. So I was like, I really want a house in the Caribbean at a oh, certain I age. Was, you know so what? You I, can that get is house. my new goal. Okay, you should get a house in San Pedro, Belize. Yeah. Okay. I was this. Yes. That, was a, uh, that was the Atlanta couple that was actually looking at Belize. That was the first episode of the season. Five. And I was I want a house. I mean, every dollar island. is worth two dollars. Yeah, you know. So I told Jeremy, I was like, "This is out of your dream." <laughs> and this I'm like, excited. It's like, sure, babe. I'm like, no, nah, you hate not my dream, a- but this is out of your dream. Get on the. If you have a house page. in the island, that means I don't need to have yeah. one. Go to yours. Yes, that is my new dream. I'm like, this needs to be happening. I I'm need to have it. So I'm, I'm in. A that is my new dream. So I was I'm like, I was talking to myself. I was just like, I just need to be investing at a certain year. My money is going to multiply from this. I was trying do the math i was like yes we need to get here and then if you have it especially yeah. like in belize or somewhere mm-hmm. you can airbnb that exactly and it pays and make more itself. money yes. yes so that's my new dream that i made just today see they're giving you lessons already <laughs> never be fulfilled exactly. keep on striving exactly that's life well, anyway any final thoughts love you know, just to go out on a high note, you know, keep working. There's a lot that comes at us, mm-hmm. you know, and I say that with extra care in mind for Ahmaud Arbery and being black in America. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of difficulties that we face every day, mm-hmm. but we also are so magical and we mm-hmm. overcome so much every day mm-hmm. that I wouldn't want to be anything other than black. I am Girl. proud of my yes. blackness. So yes. just be proud of your blackness, people, yes. you know, and appreciate every day. What about you? Yeah, I appreciate who you are. Like you said, I appreciate my blackness. I appreciate the whole of me, who mm-hmm. I am. And then a couple quotes that I wanted to share that I feel like kind of helps pull together this whole thing today. Uh, one is success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. So yep. every little step is a success. And happiness is the only thing that multiplies when you share it. And I think I like that's that. definitely fitting. Yeah. So yeah, those are my final thoughts. And we thank y'all. Thank you so much. For tuning in again. Yes. It's been T and CJ. Woo, 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 woo. We're Let's ready see. for you next time. All right. Cheers to episode six. Clink, yes. clink. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much.